0: So growing up as a queer, brown bodied person in the South, raised in a Christian household, I often felt that God was not one to be loved, but to be feared. And I wanted to love God so desperately. However, I was taught that to love God meant that I must feel God, and that if I did not feel God then how could I love God, let alone myself and others? I was trapped in a vicious cycle of seeking approval and the love of God, a God who I didn't even know fully if I believed in or wanted to believe in, if that is what loving God meant. All of this to say that at 12, I knew that I was queer and at 14 came out. Of course, soon after coming out, bullying started. And when it did, not knowing where else to turn, not fully knowing if I wanted to turn where I did, I went to my church trying to find answers. All I could think was that for some reason, God was punishing me for being queer, that I was not the child the church wanted me to be, and that instead I was the outcast of the church and Christianity. And I learned fairly quickly that being a member of religion meant hiding a part of who I was, acting like something I simply was not. I felt so unimportant, alone and unwanted by a very community that once told me that they saw me, that they loved me, that I was whole and welcome. I began telling myself that I was none of those things. And of course, others told me as well. When I was 14, I wanted a path of love and acceptance to be my Christian faith. And the church, it was all I knew, something I held dear, but it wasn't. And it simply could not be. Not at that moment, at least. So I sought a path of love and acceptance that could hold all the complexities of life. For me, this meant I stopped going to church. I stopped thinking about religion and spirituality altogether. Maybe many of you did the same thing when a path closed, when the door slammed shut in your face, but something brings us back, doesn't it? I told myself, I would never go back. Yet, at some point I did. But before doing so, I gained a better understanding of who I was. I began exploring spirituality, religious traditions, nature, and so much more of course i didn't know anything about the love of unitarian universalism but i often wonder what would my life had been like if i did would i have been wrestling with all of the questions swirling around in my 14 year old brain that i was unloved not welcome that i was somehow the screw up and not the system As the years went on, I learned more about who I was, what I believed, and I explored what kept an amber of hope and love alive inside of me when so many people said I shouldn't be alive in the first place. And then it happened. Something I said would never happen again. On the morning of January 1st, 2017, I woke up at 4.30 in the morning, something I often don't do, especially then. And at 10.45, I found myself at church, a Unitarian Universalist church in East Tennessee. And I remember that feeling. I remember crying tears of joy, not ones of sadness that I had cried so many times before that. I remember the feeling of knowing that I had found something that I didn't even know that I had been missing. I knew that in Unitarian Universalist communities that I would be welcomed for who I was. That I wouldn't need to hide the fact that I was queer and that indeed it would be lifted up, celebrated even, as would all of the other things that I was so used to people having to hide by their faith communities. I was so moved that I joined the church a little over a month later, which for a kid who said I will never go back, joining a month later was significant. And I found myself speaking before the congregation soon after that so rapidly a growing ember of hope a love inside of me turned into a small flame, much like our chalice, as we can see this morning, sometimes takes a little nudging by a loving community to light to ignite and to grow and Unitarian Universalism was that community for me. Perhaps it was for you as well. And that's why you are joining us here in person or online this morning. So over time, that flame became bigger and bigger until I could no longer ignore its presence. It's calling out to me the countless voices in my head, which I chose to ignore for so long, or the many voices all around, which began asking me the same boning question for about a year and a half. Have you considered seminary, Roddy? This question echoed in my mind. Have I considered seminary? I remember thinking, more times than I care to admit. Why on earth would I, a queer, non-binary, black, indigenous person of color, not sure of God, not sure if I even want to be sure of God, full of religious trauma, someone who doesn't even know what this faith fully means, if I want to be a part of this faith, because I told myself that I would never go back to faith. Why on earth would I ever consider seminary, yet here we are. The divine has interesting ways of working sometimes. I'm a seminarian, public aspiring, public theologian, studying at Meadville Lombard and serving as an intern minister, not far from here in Fredericksburg, Virginia. And thus that boning question, have you considered seminary? is a reality that I now am called to answer yes. I have come to know that there are many paths to love. I left the Christian faith. I left faith and religion all and eventually returned to it in a new light, which in and of itself is a path of love. It is a path that did not come easy. And I'm assuming it's a path that didn't come easy for you as well, knowing that many Unitarian Universalists leave faith and come back when a pathway opens up for them. This new path for me is one that really only started in January that is the path of being able to name and own that I am still a Christian even though I tried to leave many years ago. This started in January when I attended a conference in Washington, DC for queer Christians who knew such a thing existed when I was 14 this the conference theme was liberated to love. And being a Christian conference, the sacred text showed every day in various forms came from Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 4, which is found in the Hebrew Bible. This text speaks a powerful message that, as a queer Christian kid in the South, was one that I remembered one that i often felt was used to oppress me and one of the reasons that i left the church in the first place and yet here at this conference among other queer christians who are trying to figure out who they were i heard it in a new way perhaps because it was translated differently the text that we read Says this, the spirit of sovereign love is upon me because love has anointed me to proclaim the good news for the poor. They have sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from the darkness of prisoners, to proclaim the year of love's favor for the days of our love to comfort all who mourn i had to mourn who i thought i was and i'm sure at some point in your life you've mourned who you thought you were as well i had to mourn my christian faith when coming out as queer or at least i thought i did and in some ways i'm sure i did but i've learned over the years that to mourn is not to fully let go of if parts still speak truth and meaning and love for me and i'm sure there are things that you have let go of in your life as well the invitation would be to ask yourself why was it because you were told you had to because you couldn't hold a value a belief that you once did if that's the case explore it so i've learned that if those things still speak to me that i lean into them and i explore them more isaiah goes on to say that i provide for those who grieve, to bestow upon them a crown of beauty instead of ashes of despair, oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair, that in doing so, all will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the splendor Of love. So growing up, love in this translation was the word Lord. And it didn't really speak to me, but love does. So that idea of the word love is one that I choose to insert here and one that I choose so often, and many of us do, in place of God, because God is something that has been used to oppress, but it can also be used to liberate with new meaning. And so for me, and for many of us, as Unitarian Universalist, love is the power that holds us together. It's at the center of our shared values in love we become accountable to one another to our living and to our being our shared values and our spiritual discipline of love call us to do justice so today i'm still that queer christian in the south but something has changed, for I'm on a path to ministry. And in those early days, I questioned everything. I still question everything, don't get me wrong. But what has shifted is that instead of a crown of ashes, I accept one of beauty. Instead of a spirit of despair, I choose to have a garment of praise. And our Unitarian Universalist faith allows for all of us to do the same. For myself, I believe in a radically inclusive God, a Christian faith grounded in and strengthened only by our Unitarian Universalist faith communities but that's just me and i know there are many paths to love so together beloveds may we explore continue to explore and keep exploring all of the paths of love knowing that we cannot possibly name nor explore them all in one service in one month in one lifetime the good news of our unitarian universalist faith is that we are all invited to continue on the journey to keep seeking exploring and sharing our paths of love with each and every person who at some point in their life finds themselves here among us, or maybe they don't. Maybe it's in the grocery store. Maybe they never find our faith community, but because we have found it, that we are able to share that love that they don't even know they need. So beloveds, what's your path of love? can we find it can we celebrate it can we lift it up and honor it and can we do it all together for after all love is the center of our beloved faith it's what brought you here today it's what you will go from this space with and what we must share with the world so may it be so because we have already been the ones to make it so. Ashe and blessed be.